Hi, everybody. This is Jim Cornette, pro wrestling legend, and you're listening to the Book in the Territory Unprofessional Wrestling Podcast. Who, Messi, this is professional wrestler Jimmy Vine, the Boogie Wicker Man. Tell my people, my brothers and sisters, don't you dare, don't you dare miss Booking the Territory. Oh, yeah. This is a one-man gang. You're listening to Booking the Territory Pro Wrestling Podcast. This is the artist formerly known as Daryl Van Horn, James Mitchell, the Sinister Minister, and I'm here to let you know I would rather slam my cock in a car door than to miss the dulcet tones of Hard Body Harper, my illegitimate son on Booking the Territory podcast. <laughs> Welcome back, everyone, to this week's episode of Booking the Territory, the unprofessional wrestling podcast, where today we're talking NWA Saturday night on TBS from August the 29th of 1987. This should drop on December the 13th, 2018, so Merry Christmas. We are a little less than two weeks away from the big day when Santa flies his happy ass around the world. I'm sitting here with Doc and Hardbody Hopper. We just cut a hell of a patron episode, a non-wrestling one, because we really have fun doing those sometimes. But other than that, Doc, how are you, man? Hey, hey, it's oh, Doc. Gonna... Welcome to What Happened? <laughs> Hey, <laughs> what happened with? Hi, Conrad. Chat me, <laughs> chat me up, Doc, about how you've been this last week. I've been great, man. Um, blessed as always, and uh, still trying to get the stink of Harper's women texts off me. Yeah. Um, I got to tell you, that, that patron episode dropped... Um, Mike and I went back and listened to it again. I got to tell you, if you've been on the fence about becoming a patron um, and you got a strong stomach, I suggest you become a patron. That was pure, unadulterated filth. I had sex. Well, the, in, in, well and you almost had it done to you, if you know what I mean. <laughs> um, oh. as, as Sean Sparks posted on the Facebook group, a uh, T-shirt, uh, he's a patron, he said. <laughs> I helped Harper pay for his penicillin shot. <laughs> yeah, have you been having any burning urination or ravage? Yeah. Well, I had to yeah, shave my pubes off. There's some uh, cream for that, I think. I got some fucking crotch cr- uh, crickets. Okay. <laughs> well, if you, I, I got to tell you, it's the Christmas season and. <laughs> <laughs> nothing nothing is better than becoming a patron so you can hear what some out of state broad did to Harper's Yuletide log. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I I we listened to it again and I think Mike and I came to the same conclusion. We're all going to hell. That's that's pretty much it. But hey, Harper, how are you doing tonight? I'm other than great, the, other than the crickets, I'm doing awesome, man. Since last week, uh, what what happened? Oh, the Cowboys! Oh wow, that's just good stuff right there. The Dallas Cowboys. For all of you people out there that listen and like football, we are back. 
We're on our way to 14 and 2, like I predicted. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Jesus. I'm uh, feeling great, man. It's Christmas time. I, I, I've started my war on Christmas. I'm going to correct you earlier. You said Merry Christmas. We prefer the BTT HR department prefers Happy Holidays. Yes. Uh, can't no you know Christmas. It's funny. We, we you know, you have know, our Muslim brotherhood out there that we don't want to offend. No, you know what's funny? Jewish. Everybody talks about the war on Christmas. Not only I don't think it's really been talked about this year a lot, but like in years past, everybody talks about the war on Christmas. Fucking Harper posted a a McDonald's commercial from gotta be like 1986 or 87. Would you Something agree, Harper? Like that. I mean, got- they showed that commercial for years, right? After the 80s. Right, so it's like a, a 1980s commercial for McDonald's, and at the end of the commercial, McDonald's wishes everyone a happy holidays. Like, oh, that's not God. new. Everybody, like, people in an uproar. That's not new. It's not. Calm down. Jesus. I think I say this every year, but if somebody stops trying to kick you in the shin long enough to wish you happy holidays... Be a fucking grown up and accept it and wish them something back. <laughs> we got people out here shooting things up and yelling at each other and fucking trying to steal your money. If somebody if somebody says happy Kwanzaa, I'll be like, dude, right back at you, my brother. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, and we might as well keep talking about some shit because we ain't got nothing else to talk about. This this it's... was let me let me hit you all the way. To the grade. This is the worst episode we've ever seen since we started doing this. Yeah, right. I'm Why? serious. Uh, I, we're gonna get, Hopper, Hopper, we're gonna get into it because because I'm like you, I don't agree. Let me let me let me take care of some business real quick, and then we'll get into it. First off, uh, we did sign up one new patron this week. Travis Wilson, thanks for becoming a Patreon member, signing up. So make sure you check out the video reviews. And then Alex Scarborough, longtime patron, he moved over to Patreon. So the great thing about Patreon is, I've talked about this on a lot of shows recently, is you get the video versions of these reviews. And by videos, we mean the promos, actually the, the visual of it, not just the audio you hear whenever you download the free show. So... If you want the video versions of whether it's a Smoky Mountain show or the NWA show, it's tinyurl.com slash patreonbtt. That's tinyurl.com slash patreonbtt. It's two bucks a month. You know, not only do you get the eight free shows every single month, but you get all the patron content, including when Harper needed to get a penicillin shot. And I'm afraid to ask him if he would wear protection at night, but we'll leave uh, that for another time. He can I grab life by the horns, man. Okay, that's all I needed to hear. Thank you very <laughs> much my stomach remains queasy but again uh so much content up on the patron site it's tinyurl.com slash patreon btt two bucks a month world-class shows i mean you get it all the pre-shows all the off the off the wall shenanigans and and craziness that we talk about before we even start recording this show every week you can get it all there all right so um and i think um i got the shout outs to facebook group make sure you go join it Book in the Territory. Uh, just search the Unprofessional Wrestling Podcast and you will see the group. You may have to answer a few questions and then we will let you in. And then shout out to two people is it disrespectfully. Or is it P? Okay. Is it- shout out to disrespectfully classy Marky Blassie and Hall of Fame patron at K underscore row for your patronage. We appreciate it. Uh, two of our largest patron contributors. 
All right, let's get into this thing. So we are talking again. It's August the 29th of 1987, and it would help if I would hit the record button on the video, right? Because, you know, for our patrons. So let's do that. Yeah, I just hit it. So again, August 29th, 1987, NWA, Saturday night on TBS. Doc claims it's a terrible show. I thought it was the worst. Fine. Um, we'll, we will get into it. Obviously the show kicks off. It is a show open. We see Nikita and Tully wrestling on NWA pro before we cut to the studio with Tony and no David this week. So David Crockett in there, Tony does tell us we will see the full match with Nikita and Tully later with a controversial finish. Uh, now, of course, I had seen this before, but immediately I want to ask Harper a question. When he said controversial finish, I would have bet uh, any future children I would have had at that time, along with a million dollars if I had it, although I didn't because I was broke and poor. But I would have bet anything, including my life, that that controversial finish would inv- would have involved a ref bump. What do you say, Harper? Yes, it's always a ref bump. They bump them refs way too much. Uh, so I remember uh, as a kid, I used to wonder how come they don't have a backup ref like sitting like uh, ringside in case something like this happened. I used to I always used to wonder that. I used to say the same dumb shit to my mom. <laughs> I'd be like, I like mom, mama, mama. To, exactly. Well, or, or or what I would say is, why can't they just look at the video? And she would just look at me and shake her head like. Boy, that, that shit got shit real once real. the NFL started doing replay. It was like, now wait a minute. Yeah. Yeah. Not only that, but even before instant replay was officially a thing, they would show the replay on, like, after it happened. So, like, you see, for example, Lex Luger lose a match, and then you see he was cheated. They show it right after it happened on the same episode. So you're thinking to yourself, just overturn it. You can see he cheated. And I would tell like anybody who would listen, because I was just a wrestling nerd, and they'd be like, you so stupid. That shit ain't real. You know, I just... Yeah. You know the drill. Uh, Doc, anything from the opening, though? No. Lex Luger then defeats Cougar J. Hopper, anything from that? No. Okay. Um, and then uh, I know Doc doesn't have anything because he's salty. He's just going to be miserable tonight. And then we go straight to uh, J.J. Dillon and Lex promo. And since there's not a ton of shit to play this week, here it is. We were talking about the Weaver lock during your match. And I know that's something that you guys consider to be something else in a sleeper hole. Let's set the record straight. First of all, there's rumors circulating around the wrestling world that the total package Lex Luger is running in fear of the American Dream Dusty Rose. But before we perpetuate this rumor, let's get our facts straight. Because it was, in fact, the American dream. Three times world heavyweight champion that went through the record books and dug out the name of Johnny Weaver, who was a great name in the history books, and in my opinion, the only man in wrestling history that ever truly perfected the sleeper hole. But you see, Dusty Rhodes was the desperate man. He was the one that never held the United States title throughout his career. He was the one that put his foot in his mouth and said it was the one last goal that he wanted to achieve. And he knew that he couldn't beat Lex Luger, so what's he do? He goes to Weaver, drags him into the gym, bangs him on his hands and knees. Please, please, teach me the sleeper hole. Well, he tried. Boy, did he try. But what we end up with is a situation where Dusty Rhodes is using the Weaver lock, which is nothing more than a blatant, out-and-out chokehold. Exactly right, James. First, my compliments to Tommy Evans back in production. 
Because if you want to start a national TV show off right, you start with the best. And here he is, Lex Luger, the NWA U.S. Heavyweight Champion, live in color and in the flesh. <laughs> now we want to talk about right now is the American Dream himself, Dusty Rhodes. Here's a man, three-time World Heavyweight Champion, who's done just about everything our sport has to offer. Going back to elementary school, we're not a sleeper hold, but a blatant chokehold. That's the bottom line. You see, Dusty Rhodes, I don't care for you at all personally, and I detest you professionally. I don't care what your reputation is in the past, we're dealing in the present. And the present is this. I'm the NWA US Heavyweight Champion. And I will be, for as long as I see fit. Because you see, what from the size of the draft, Dusty Rhodes? You grew up fighting and scratching further than you had. I grew up in Mercedes-Benz and Porsches. You grew up in the back of a pickup truck. I grew up around Mozart, Beethoven, Tchaikovsky. You grew up around Johnny Cash and Merle Haggard. I grew up around Don Perignon. <laughs> you grew up with cheap beer and wine. What I'm saying is you had the fight scratch for what I've always had. And that's everything. And there's one thing you haven't had, the most ironic part. And that's this right here. The U.S. Heavyweight Champion. And I'm going to be the U.S. Heavyweight Champion for as long as I want. So the bottom line is this. The harsh reality is this. Oh, the harsh reality is this. You are looking at the dominant force in professional wrestling for now. Don't wind me up. For now and many years and many more years to come. Lex Luger will remain U.S. Heavyweight Champion. Chokehold or no chokehold. Sleep on that, Dusty Rhodes. Lex Luger, the U.S. Champion. More action when we come back. Doc, I know you want to shit on Lex, I, but I wanted to say something. Yeah, that was a good promo from Lex. It wasn't that bad. Well, first of all, Conrad has started snoring during people's stuff, by the way, if you didn't know that. <laughs> Taking a shot at Conrad again. Uh, I, I, just figure, I just figure I just figure I'm gonna hook up with Charlotte so that I can come to the family oh, oh, get together oh, oh. so that yeah. I can just give him some intel on what we're gonna do so that he can try to do it first. That's nice, right, Jeff? Jeff like I keep telling you, uh, Conrad, the hate towards Conrad is coming from Doc, so uh, don't put that on me. Um, anyway, so you know what hit me this week? I'm sorry. Lex should be thanking JJ till the end of time that he had JJ cutting promos for him, like when he first comes in. Because at this point in his career, I just feel like if Lex had to do it on his own, there's no way. JJ's out there with Lex early in his time, and Jim Crocker promotes in. JJ's telling a nice little story about Dusty taking a Weaver lock from Johnny Weaver and how it's a chokehold and not a sleeper. And I, I just kind of thought Lex came in and he was amped up, but know, it didn't do nothing for me. I mean, Harper, you said it was you said you liked it though, right? I mean, I want it wasn't that bad. I, I thought he, he said, did all right uh, when he was talking about like I like Beethoven and, and yeah, and, and you like Johnny Cash and and he kind of got stuck. Merle Haggard, I guess. I yeah. mean, that was okay, but I just don't care. I like the when he said you had to scratch and claw for what for what I've always had. When is when is man call Sting coming in? 
Man, yeah, we, we called Stang. We, we're 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 on the doorstep, Doc. God damn, I quit. Uh, yeah. Are you really gonna shit on Sting? Man, called Sting. I, I ain't gonna lie. Early Sting is kind of like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. And so is mid career Sting and no, late career Sting. No. All the time, all the way up until Seth Rollins buckle bombed him into retirement. All the okay, way. Doc. You don't like Surfer Sting? None of it. <laughs> He's playing heel. That Surfer Sting was over, man. Yeah, I, bro. Limp Biscuit sells records. It don't make it good. Okay. Uh, so, Doc, any other thoughts on J- – I thought J.J. was exceptional there. Luger, I just was – he. I felt like he started to ramble, and then the, the guy, the, the, the cameraman or producer is trying to wrap him up. And I, I think Luger's the only person besides Rick that I've ever heard say, don't wrap me up. He's one but, of those guys, kind of like you, Mike, where less is more. Oh, okay. Thank you. Well, Harper, so how's that microphone taste? Jesus Christ. <laughs> well, you know like, what it is. It, he dips this shit in barbecue sauce hey. before we start. I think and it's he's like. Licking it like your fingers <laughs> after you eat some ribs and shit. I think that the thing's like stripped, so it just goes straight down, like the mic. You know what I'm saying? It doesn't stay fixed, like in a, in a oh. position. It, it, that's okay. what it does. It just goes straight down. And when I move, it just you know it goes all over the place. Okay, so uh, I will ship you another one uh, this week. Thank you, Michael. I bought You're two welcome. the last time I bought one, just so I have a backup one at all times. <laughs> Okay, Harper, I'll, I'll, I'll ship you a new one. Show, but hey, that's just me. Yeah. Well, Harper's, yeah. This will be Harper's third one that I'm sending to him, so I do Jesus care. Christ. <laughs> It'll be the second. No, I sent you that other one that cracked and broke. Remember? Maybe one of his dirty bitches came in and squirted on it. I sent you that's the one right. with the single. I sent you the one with the single, uh, like only the right side of the ear or left side. It only had one yeah. ear. And then uh, I sent you the, the double. One. Yeah, and I, then you... Harper's banging some bitch wearing the headset going, call me Conrad, call me Conrad. <laughs> call me Conrad, chat me up, bitch. Chat Say, me up, hey, bitch. Hey, bitch. Chat me up, bitch. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> we're gonna have to drive, We're going to have to drive to Alabama and just fight him, aren't we? <laughs> <laughs> Y'all better leave Conrad alone, man. He's cool, man. Jesus Christ. Bet, yeah, but with that much weight, I bet I could blow him up pretty fast. That's nice. He's He's got a beard. So? I can grow one of those, too. <laughs> he was talking about a duck on this week's episode. Oh, was he? Oh, he swear to Christ. Dude. <laughs> I swear. I swear. I swear. He, he mentioned something about a duck, and I was like, no. No code. way. It's kayfabe, dude. No way. I was like, no way. And then he brought up the fucking Kevin Sullivan line Doc said a few weeks back. It ain't it- that fucking hard, guys. I was like, oh, come on, bro. Do you admit it? I don't know, man. It's just fu- It's just weird. You know, like, I, I don't really care. Like, first off, let me let me say this. Let me say this. I don't care. I'm not one of these 
Stop stealing my shit, dude. If if that shit's making it to Conrad's show, more power to it. I'm so glad because he's got one of the fucking probably largest platforms and most listeners of wrestling podcasts. So if it's making I'll it there. I'll let him steal it if he actually plugged us on the show and like gave us some, some real run and some shine that helped us our numbers. But, man, he's making actual money <laughs> off this shit. Okay. Anyway, I, I don't, I, I, ain't, I ain't got no. I'm not mad about it. It's cool. So uh, let's keep it moving. Jimmy I'm Garvin saying, defeats. I'm just saying, you know, we could make New Orleans on the way to Birmingham here, and we could do our own roll tide. Yeah. Okay. Jimmy Garvin defeats John Savage, as you would have seen on the uh, Patreon video that was playing for you, and then uh, Jimmy Garvin and Precious come out. Hold uh, on. I, what? You know anything about John Savage? I uh, him. Yeah, he's an English guy, but he was actually Davy Boy Smith's brother in Stampede in a Mm -hmm. storyline. No shit. Yeah. Yeah. Because, I I mean, he stuck out because he fucking looks like a wrestler. Right. He didn't look like a guy. He didn't look like Mullet of Morton down at the warehouse. He looked like he actually fucking hits a gym every once in a while. Yeah. Oh, shit. So you're being racist. You're saying he didn't look like El Negro out there, the dude who's been doing jobs lately? What? You're the one that's it. You're. Are you playing the race card again? I'm just messing with you because I knew you'd take the bait. <laughs> that's the problem with you guys. You always play the race card. Somebody got mad on the on the uh, not on Facebook on Twitter and said you were being real racist to me. Who? I, I you were? I can't, rem- I can't remember. They got mad at Doc. They were like got offended because they were like he needs to chill out. It's offensive. And El Negro? Just, that and something else. I was just like, what? Okay. I was like, I don't give a shit. I didn't even respond. I didn't even. I didn't even Do you think anybody would believe me if I said that you were white? I don't. You've confused people at this point. So I don't think anybody believe would believe anything. If anybody believes anything you say, they probably need to have their head checked. Okay. See? He even admits to it. So, what? What? Let's keep it going. Uh, Garvin, like I said, defeats John Savage. And then we have uh, Jimmy Garvin and Precious. Here it is. We are back at ringside with the one and only Jimmy Garvin. No, there's a reason I'm playing this. We're back at the Superstation with the super fans right here. And let me tell you something, ladies and gentlemen. There's a lot of things coming down. First of all, Lex Luger and J.J. Dillon get out here, talk a lot of trash. Well, they're not fooling me. I know they're not fooling you, Tony. And they're definitely not fooling the super fans. Because the fact is this. This great country was made on Merle Haggard, Johnny Cash, and people like David Allen Coe. And like Aretha Franklin said, who is zooming who? Jesus. That is the question. Who <laughs> is zooming who? They're not zooming us, Tony. They're not zooming us. The American dream... First of all, would not use an illegal hold. They're out here claiming that it's a chokehold. Jim Crockett Promotions would not have anything to do with any kind of a chokehold, nor the National Wrestling Alliance. So it's just a matter of time for you, Lex Luger. He must have that horsemanitis disease or something like that, because he's starting to sound like Ric Flair. And Ric Flair's another man whose days are numbered. Nobody knows Ronnie Garvin, the hands of stone, my brother like gorgeous Jimmy Garvin knows him. And ladies and gentlemen, the other day when we were in the training camp and we were just clicking off that six mile, I said, okay, Ronnie, that's good. Let's go, you did great. I turned around 
and there's nothing but dust going down the highway. He went for another six, ladies and gentlemen. I've never seen the intensity, Tony. I've never seen Ronnie Garvin so intense. He's been after Ric Flair before, but nothing like this. It gives me goosebumps all over my body when I think about it. When I think about my brother, the other night I went in the room, he's laying awake, he's watching tapes. He's watching all the films on Ric Flair. He's gonna defeat Ric Flair. My brother, Ronnie Garvin, the hands of stone, will be the next world heavyweight champion. Gordon Shimigami, the Frenchers, back with Uh, Doc, thoughts? Bro, was there anything hokier and stupider than who's zooming who? <laughs> Do you remember Magnum used that line too? Uh, back? No. Yeah, he did. What's that mean? It was that. It, that it was that song. Aretha, Aretha Franklin. Franklin, "Freeway of Love" or some shit, dude. What and the, she on the freeway in love with the pink no, Cadillac song. It was its own. Know. It was its own song back then. Oh, okay, maybe that was different. But she had something about who's zooming who. And yeah, it was it, it was its own song back then, but Magnum used that line in 85 at the end of the year at some point when him and Dusty had those mink coats on. And that pro- mm. I remember that promo when he said that. When he was standing out there looking as foolish as he did until he wrapped himself around an oak tree one That's time. That's nice, Doc. So, I don't know. Um, Let me see here. Who's zooming who? While you're That's a whole album, that. dude. Okay, Jesus well, there you go. Christ. July not released on July 9th, 1985. Freeway oh, yeah. of Love is on there, but who's zooming who? As Mike said, because he would know, because he was in the urban R&B charts at the time, who's zooming who was its own jam. And Dusty and Magnum cut that promo in, like, December Let's see here. of 85. Where oh, boy, uh-huh, uh, yeah. Oh, 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 uh, yeah. You walked in on the sly. Scoping for love in the crowd, I caught your eye. You can't hide your stuff. Yeah, you thought I'd be naive and lame. You met your match, but I beat you at your own game. Oh, take another look. Tell me, baby, who's zooming who? Who's zooming who? Yeah, who's zooming who? Now the fish jumped off the hook, <laughs> didn't Bitch. I, baby? Who's zooming who? Take another look. Tell me, baby, who's zooming who? Who's zooming who? Who's zooming who? The fish jumped off the hook. Who's zooming who? Yeah, ah, uh, ah. Uh. Guess you believe the world playing by your rules. Here stands an experienced girl. I ain't nobody's fool. Uh, bump you. You thought you had me covered. Now, boy, I've got your ball. Uh, yeah, this is terrible. It, it sounds a lot better than you just reading the lyrics, Doc. There's a reason her name is Aretha Franklin and you're just Doc no fucking body. She tarnished her image with that bullshit. Okay. Uh, I anyway. said it. Hopper, did you have any thoughts on Garvin and Precious? Hey, uh, he made uh, Ronnie sound like he was Forrest Gump fucking running. <laughs> That's the first thing that fucking popped into my mind. Is like, I just started running. He was cutting promos about everything else but himself. Yeah. Ronnie, Rick, Dusty. Aretha. Aretha, yeah. Shit happens. All right. Moving along, they then throw us to the Nikita versus Tully match from Fayetteville, North Carolina for the NWA World TV title. 
good bit of Nikita chance here, back and forth. The crowd was hot, I guess. Not white hot, but they were into it. Um, no flips, no dives, none of that spot monkey stuff. Uh, towards the end, Nikita puts Tully in the figure four. But J.J. breaks it up when J.J. rolls into the ring. Uh, Nikita goes to do an atomic drop on Tully. And, uh, and of course, the ref gets hit by Tully as Nikita is lifting Tully up. Tully gets some kind of foreign object in his hand. Then Tully hits Nikita. Uh, the ref is about to count to three. But this time, Barry Windham stops the ref from counting. Hold Nikita on. Then... Hold on. Nikita tried to bump the ref twice. He fucked okay, up the first time. Okay, hold on. Nikita grabs the gimmick, whatever Tully was using, and then he hits Tully with it. Ref counts three. Nikita wins the TV title. The faces all hit the ring to celebrate with Nikita. And, Doc, we'll wait to get your thoughts. Hopper, what did you have from this match? This is the kind of shit that when I was a kid, I would have been jumping up and screaming in front of the TV, seeing this shit. 100% agree. Yeah. Did you, okay, if, getting there and like, if oh, you can't him. remember, if you can't remember what actually happens, you were waiting for a dusty finish, weren't you? Because you've been yeah. think that way, right? Right. That's what I was waiting for when I saw the ref go down and then fucking Barry get in. And that's another kept, thing. And, and here's the thing. I can't remember. So I kept waiting for him to come grab the belt. Right. And I can't stand it. We saw, uh, Tracy do this in fucking Smoky Mountain. It's like, who in the fuck are you, bro? To go in there and tell the ref, oh, no, this is what happened. Like, I'm, I'm supposed to just take your fucking word for it? <laughs> you should start doing that at Wildcat. Yeah. <laughs> ah, bro. Nah. nah, 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 dude. He fucking oh. shot him with, with a, oh. with a four. <laughs> Offer's getting hot. <laughs> it's just, it's. Oh. First of all, it's like, what are you doing in here? What are you doing here? Should be actually should be a disqualification because right. you're here to you're That's here what to I'm help. saying. So you're saying there's no logic in it, Hopper? There is no logic because first of all, you're just a fucking wrestler. You have no authority here. It's like a football player going up and saying, "No, look, he fucking grabbed him. That was pass interference. You fucking missed it. No, fuck. bitch, get the fuck back on the sidelines." <laughs> Doc, thoughts? I, Harper's Harper is a the the. I mean, shit. Sign him up for uh, Monday Night Football. He could take Jason Witten's place. He's got a point, though. It's the same thing. It would, be like, it would be like it would be like you're the quarterback. I'm, and seriously, who the fuck is you? Who the <laughs> fuck is you? It's like you're the quarterback, and and your receiver. You swear your receiver was interfered with on a pass, but the refs don't throw a flag. So you run up, up not even a quarterback, someone else on the sideline who right. wasn't even That's in the game even, ru right. runs up to the ref and goes, hey, that was pass interference, and the ref throws a flag then. Right. <laughs> and <laughs> you're right. I remember awesome if they <laughs> did do that. <laughs> I, I do remember that in Smoky Mountain though, when Tracy did that same thing. It was – um. I think Man, it Mark was, Curtis was like, "Oh, you you have a good point. I'm throwing it all out." <laughs> yeah, I, I'm looking at it right now. You're right. That's the thing. Barry run. Barry doesn't only run in and 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 he tell puts him. Puts his hands on him. Yeah, That's he grabs him. Well, it's a disqualification, right yeah. there. Yeah. 
Until he got screwed. Barry grabbed the ref, which is which is Hebner, actually. I'm looking at it. And yeah. picks and picks Hebner up and says, No, like you can't do that. <laughs> okay, great no, good point, Hopper. Good point. Hey, it's wrestling. Logic doesn't always follow, right? Yeah. Right. But you but you know, Doc, this is one of those things where those old timers will tell you Ah oh, that... everything made sense. It was airtight, pal. <laughs> I like when documentates these old timers. We didn't get started until uh, 17 minutes in. Jesus Christ! You just listen to the crowd and react. Really? <laughs> what, if I, what if I'm in with What if I'm in with the big muscle head who can't bump the ref right the first time? <laughs> okay. All right. Any other thoughts, Doc? Before we keep this thing moving, as Nikita this was is now not the... anywhere as good as it should have been. And I ain't Tully's fault. Let me tell you that right now. Tully was bumping around and rope doping and looking all. Noodle legged and all kinds of shit. Well, whose fault is it? Go ahead and tell us. Uh, bad booking in Nikita. Okay. All right. Yeah. So I am not. I hadn't, intend, I hadn't intended on playing it, but after the match, Nikita Jesus. cuts You're a promo. You're just trying to trigger me now. Nikita cuts a promo after the match. And if Fucking God shit. is my witness, I don't know what he said. I was on the treadmill watching this, and I stopped the fucking treadmill, so, thinking maybe the sound was, "Fuck this, fuck this." <laughs> Hopper, this, this whole episode's a waste of time. <laughs> no, it's not. Hopper, what did you think when Nikita was talking? Just like, here we go, same old fucking Nikita. No, uh, this is. You What's fucking Uncle Ivan? I couldn't make out none of it. I was like, what is he saying? Tony. Bob I don't know what he said. And Sepatown, what a ta. He sounds like I know you've seen I know you've seen Pootie Tang, right, Mike? Damn, I remember that movie. Yeah, that's good. What a ta. Sepa Town. Um, yeah. You never seen Pootie Tang? Uh, it bombed. Yeah. It's like a cult classic now. Yeah. Like for like 20 years ago. You don't know yeah. Pootie Tang, Mike? Uh, yeah, so the next promo. You don't know? Is... Seriously, it's a real movie. <laughs> Chris Rock in it. Yeah. Do I, do I sound like I've seen it? No, but you sound even more ignorant than you normally do. Now, fuck you. Jesus Christ. Pootie Tang. It's worth seeing, man. Yeah. All right. Let's keep going because Dusty Rhodes is out here cutting a promo with a very stylish Miller High Life hat on. Dude, I need one of those. <laughs> here it is. Nikita Koloff back on top once again. I know you got a lot on your mind, Dusty, about Lex Luger, the U.S. title, but you got to be proud of Nikita Koloff back on top. I'm going to tell you what, that's a proud moment. In my heart, because a long time ago, I knew what titles meant, what it was to be the best in what you are. Magnum T.A. went down, Nikita Koloff stepped in, took the ball, and ran with it. My super partner, the superpower, now rules the squared circle, the world television champion. That's serious business. That's risky business. That's what it's all about. When I was a kid, Growing up in Austin, Texas, 
from the time I came out of the womb. I lived on the east side. I grew up on a street that wasn't paved to a couple years ago. I fought, scratched for everything that I wanted. And Lex Luger, three times I have been world's heavyweight champion. I don't have to beat you, Lex Luger. I'm gonna beat you. But you gotta beat me. You gotta beat the legend. You gotta take Dusty Rhodes down, and it ain't gonna happen. Lex Luger, you are a tremendous physical specimen. You are a tremendous athlete. You are probably in the last 10 years the finest put together piece of work in this country. But you are not a legend. You are not financially secure. And you are not the heartbeat of America. The American dream, Dusty Rhodes is. Just like Nikita Koloff became the world's television champion, now then, Dusty Rhodes will be your champion. The Weaver Lock. Yes, the Weaver Lock and Ric Flair. Everybody was looking for you, including Ronnie Garvin, when I beat you for the world's heavyweight title. So between now and then, you better be looking for me. Because Dusty Rhodes is always a threat. Always a threat. You know these people out here talking about four husbands, my brother's over there. The thing is, Dusty Rhodes, Dusty Rhodes can do whatever he wants to do. You know what I mean? If I want to get up here like this and disable him and talk to the public, I can do whatever I want to do. Let's look up. I have Dusty Rhodes, the American dream. I have a legend. I have the dream. I have the heartbeat of America. I will be the next United States heavyweight wrestling champion. Fans, don't you dare go away. I got something to say about this, but I'll throw it to Harper first. That's the heartbeat of America. Out on the back streets. Yeah, that's today, Chevrolet. <laughs> I that's why you sent heartbeat. me that. That's, that's why you sent me that earlier, Harper. Yeah, that I was sitting here watching it. I was like, "Oh look." Hey, what did you? You know, this episode really brought me down. Harper, can you sing some Gomer Pyle, "Rock in America"? Out it all on the back streets. I hear a heartbeat. We're gonna rock America. See, that's good stuff. <laughs> Come on, Con. If you hear, if you hear that song on Conrad, one of Conrad's shows, you know this shit's fucked. Well, not only, not just that. If he brings up Gomer Pyle, it, it, come on. Right. We Come need to on. start getting real obscure and obtuse here and see if he follows with us. Oh, because the Bullet Boys wasn't obscure enough? Yeah. No. I didn't hear that, by the way. I need a timestamp on that. I didn't either. I need a timestamp on that one. That was that we were I'm willing about to, that. I'm willing to get fired up, man. Somebody say something about some fired up, but. Okay. Uh, Dusty here. Um, yes, sir. Doc, your thoughts. I think that the guys over in the corner. The guys in the suits have him yeah. rattled. Yeah. They're fucking and hijacking that's the, and the that's hijacking messed up. show. That's messed up because he's dusty, man. But I I'm think they got him I'm rattled. I'm going to wait till y'all finish, and then I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say what I, what I got about that. And then he said, you don't have to beat – I don't have to beat you. You have to beat me. No, that's not how that works, pal. He's got <laughs> the belt. Yeah, he's got the strap, bro. You got to beat him. Right. And then he was just out there. I'll do whatever the fuck I want because I'm Dusty Rhodes. Okay. I have figured out 
Not that I figured out, but an observation that I've I, is much more apparent now than it ever was back then to me as a kid. Dusty has problem. Dusty has a big problem though selling shit. He needs those people. Those people are in his head, dude. They he he should not. I mean, I, I say he need. I'm talking about it like it's real. He needs to stop. He he needs to stop giving these people attention. They are. What's the first thing? For, what's the first thing that's gonna happen when when he mentions them? Right. right. You acknowledged him, bruh. Stop working it's yourself a, into a shoot. He's a, so you're saying he's acting like a wife. <laughs> Pretty much. I mean okay. we had this talk. We we had the, we had this talk this week, didn't we, Doc? There ain't a wife alive that won't work herself into a shoot over the simplest of damn things. <laughs> Whether it's getting need... together a Christmas party or her job or whatever else. Maybe he that's need, why they went out of business. He needs to stop giving them attention, man. They're chanting four horsemen. And he, he kind of ignored it for like the first minute. And then he was all, then he, he couldn't take it no more. He had to address it. Man, just let them dudes do their thing, man. Let them burn themselves out. Let them punch themselves out. It, don't. Nobody thinks John Hitchcock and those guys were really had that much influence anyway. Why are you taking a shot at John Hitchcock right now? Oh no, he just makes it sound like he was they were the conscience of Jim Crockett promotions and I just don't believe that. Oh, I think him and Bruce and, and all them were hilarious, man. I, good for them that's trying great. to that's do great. their thing. I know, I know. All right, let's uh keep it moving. So next up in the match we have the Mod Squad versus Italian Stallion and Kendall Windham. It goes to a long time limit draw. Hopper, did you have anything from it? No. It just I I said, Man, I think this is gonna go to a draw. Yeah, it yeah. did. Sure What's the did? worst possible outcome in that scenario? A time limit draw. Yeah. Well, they gave, they gave the crowd something, to, you know, to get excited about. Jesus Christ. <laughs> okay, he's salty. So then uh, Tony Schiavone pimps out the War Games VHS for 1987. He uh, yeah. kind of talks that up. Uh, there is a I, mod squad. Oh, go ahead, Hopper. What were you about to say? I remember that video in the video store when I was a kid. That's back that. when like tapes like that would cost like seventy four ninety nine. Yeah, Christ, no, bro. isn't that crazy? You'd pay forty nine ninety five for that shit. God, for and one act, and VHS, and mm-hmm. act like you did something with your life. Yeah, Doc. right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, look what I we, got. I think we told this story before. Was it like? 85 or 86 you said for Starcade it was like there was a local DV uh VHS store that had it no, like, I wasn't 85 or 86 that shit was in 1998 dude Oh okay <laughs> you rented it how many times I was like 24 I was like 24 years old and I had a fucking friends that worked at the store and they had a tape and I just kept that shit for a long ass time <laughs> They waved all the the late charges and i was like shit i just get drunk come home tonight after the bar and watch fucking night of the skywalkers again for the 600 time i got so drunk every time i watched it that it was like watching it new again last year when we watched that's what i'm that's what i'm saying (laughs) it was it was 1986 star it's a miracle that i'm still alive that's what i'm basically trying to tell you so in 1998 doc is watching 1986 starcade on a loop because that was all he had that's crazy uh, Harper, what were you about to say? I'd watch Nitro and and Raw and shit, but yeah, 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 I got you. That wasn't 
I didn't have access to that at three o'clock in the morning when I stumbled home from the bar and didn't have a little docaholic to uh, try to peg me or squirt oh. on. Right? Okay. Uh, Harper, oh. what were you about to say about VHSs? I remember when a, uh, a friend of mine had fucking two VCRs somehow, and he said and he set it up to where you can record what's fucking playing. And I remember we 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 uh recorded one of the WrestleManias, and I was like, oh, "This is so fucking badass! <laughs> I fucking own this shit now, dude. I, I own WrestleMania." In like '96, I had a we we strung together two um. Two VCRs. No, no, this is like 99. It was after that. It's like 99. Um, buddy of mine came back into town, brought all his ECW 96 tapes that he was taping off of the dish. Yeah. And I just made tape after tape of that shit on a loop. That's what happens when you're poor, man. You don't get into tape trading. You just fucking figure out carny ways to work around it. All that shit took hours upon hours, and now it's all online. <laughs> yeah, you just go on YouTube and just type in, you know, whatever. That's you why want. I don't. That's why I don't sweat work anymore. I figure at some point we'll have robots doing this shit for us. So fucking. <laughs> <All right. laughs> why should I bust my ass today? We can get the robot to do this shit for us in about eighteen months. All right, let's keep moving. Somebody's the... gonna book the robots territory, and that's my job. Um, there's a Mod Squad promo not playing it. I thought they were good here. They were no, fired they were up. Hurt. They mean business. They're... They were good. They were fine, they, Doc. They do. Macho. <laughs> I think they were be- they were better than Harper's headset right now. Well, that's <laughs> nice. Oh, Macho too. Uh, Harper, did you have anything from it? I'm not going to play it. No, they're just your typical kind of mid card heel tag team. They're like yeah. a short-haired police version of the Bruise Brothers. I'm not going to insult them like that. Uh, then after them, it is Jimmy Valiant who defeats Tim Hardy. Uh, Doc, any thoughts on uh, Boogie out here who was dancing with the people before the match? There's a couple of women in the crowd that are looking yeah. at Boogie like, do not. <laughs> yes! They got this one woman with a blue jacket on, and she's like, get the fuck away from me. You smell like but yeah. keep on moving. You smell like my fucking, my, my fucking boyfriend in fucking high school. Get the fuck away from you me. You like said she got ex- a blue jacket on? Yeah, she got like my ex-husband, Carl. <laughs> okay, I'm trying to... I think she's a regular because I remember she did something last week, but she was wearing a uh, Atlanta Hawks uh, uh, satin jacket. I just saw her. She <laughs> is like, don't touch. She just stands there. She's right in the front row, and she's just. And she turns. Like, with, yeah, she like turns like, away from she's like, Now, Boogie, I'm gonna tell you like I tell my husband Carl. You touch me, I'll cut you. <laughs> them old broads Jesus Lord. shit man down in the south those were some rough bitches that's nice talk <laughs> dude I'm from here I know what this looks like okay uh, well we do have a Ric Flair sighting on this week's episode so 
let's go to that right now after Boogie wins his match. We talked about Ron Garvin after the World Heavyweight Champion, Nature Boy, Ric Flair. Does he have the champion's number? Let's hear right now from the Heavyweight Champion of the World, Nature Boy, Ric Flair. You know, David Crockett, I couldn't help but over here you say, how long can they hold on? Well, I'll explain it to you like this. If you take what we made this year, I'm talking about the five of us, out of collectively, put it in the bank at 10%, we can live to the year 2030 like we're living now. We are what this sport is all about. And I know there's a lot of people out there that don't like to have to admit to themselves that we are better. At the bottom line, we're the best at what we do in our lives. And you, I don't think so. The bottom line is, Tony Lanchard, one of the greatest of all time, double A, the enforcer, my kind of man, Lex Luger. should James J. Dillon. The five of us are what the greatest sport in the world has come to know, not as just the four horsemen, but the franchise. You see, contracts laying all over JJ's desk. Everybody wants us in every major arena across this country because we're the best there is and the greatest sport in the world. And you, David Crockett, know that when somebody gets in our way, whether it's the Rock and Roll, whether it's Garvin, whether it's Nikita Koloff, Dusty Rhodes, they pay the price. Because once again, the bottom line is, we are woo, professional wrestling. And we always want to know one thing, what's causing all this? All right, Doc, thoughts on Rick right there? Doc, are you on mute? Hopper, what about you? Yeah, nah, man, never mute me again. I didn't mute shit. You do that thing where you mute me and then, don't, don't mute, to try to make me look bad. Don't dur, do dur, that. Dur, dur, dur. <laughs> don't do that in front of my special people. Dur, dur, dur. Shut up, asshole. He called, okay, him franchi- he called themselves franchise. Did Shane Douglas steal that? Yeah, I think he did. I don't know. This was meat and potatoes, but it wasn't Rick's top 30 or 40 promo since we started doing this. So, whatever. Hopper, yeah. would you have anything? Meat and potatoes? It was a basic, yeah, the basic flair promo. Okay. I mean, he's better than everybody else out there, but this ain't his best. And what ifs? Am I the only one who kept staring at Arn with those glasses? And yeah, he Arn had his hair slicked back. He had to be using that Vitalis hair grease. Oh everybody, god, everybody used that shit back then, man. Dude. That's what I'm saying. I remember if, if when... you don't and, and if you don't know if you don't remember that, there's no way to explain it. But that shit was everywhere. Yeah, when I was a kid, when I was like 14 years old, when you Here start comes. working. <laughs> where you start to worry about like the way you look and you're like you know I I get chicks or whatever it's like I gotta start styling my fucking hair or doing something right and you know I don't know fucking uh, nothing about this so I tell my mom to get, get me some fucking hair products and that's what she comes back with she's like this is what your grandpa uses <laughs> and yep. I was like everybody every 
every white person listening to this is grandpa used Vitalis unless they were shit was and so the, That's what I was using at fourteen years old. Jesus Christ. What was the other one? Hair. What was the other one back then? But there was oh. Vitalis and Brill Cream. And it had the guy, I forgot it, it, what it was called. My dad used to wear it. Uh, it was uh, it had like a little fucking the guy with the top hat was on the bottle. Uh, it was I forgot what it was called, man. Ah, <laughs> uh, it was old as fuck. Just old. Yeah, and that shit stunk. God, bro, come in to be a fourteen years old walking around smelling like you're some guy at the fucking uh, American Legion Hall. Like, girl, you can still make brill cream, dude. Ugh. Bro, y'all, y'all cat me. Y'all cat what did, me. What did you use, Mike? What did your What did your grandpa use? Afro? No, actually, my my dad's dad. Um, Cocoa butter. Uh, yeah, that was that was uh, that was used not for the hair though. My dad's um dad, well, my dad's dad, which is my grandfather, obviously. Jesus. He, the reason I know about that shit is because he used that fucking Vitalis and. They still so, make that shit. Bro. They still make it, I, dude. Every time yeah, I go to Walgreens, buy like the, <laughs> go buy the fucking deodorant and all, there it is. Dude, just, and here's the thing. On Google, it's got 83 reviews, but it's got a 4.7. We should get back into five? that. Yeah, Bruh, we should. I'm looking at no, it. No, out of 40. <laughs> yes, out of five. <laughs> it's, it's $9.16 a bottle. Oh. For seven ounces on freaking Amazon. Don't go to only go to Amazon if you're planning to use the BTT link because you get it for seven ninety nine at Walgreens, man. Yeah. Well, but okay, so it's Vitalis hair tonic, and the thing was like, so like I was close. <laughs> Hold on, I got a review here. <laughs> Vitalis is a product I used forty five years ago in high school. <laughs> 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 okay, so if if Conrad uses Vitalis in an upcoming episode, Harper, text me your address. I'm picking you up on the way to Alabama. We're gonna throw. We're gonna toss hands, Bruh, So my grandfather used to put that shit in my hair. My mom hated it, and I would get home Notice after you two used that shit, and you're both bald. And I no. never used it. No, I got hair. My, I just shaved my head. Yeah, and my, right. I have a full head of hair at 44, pal. I have a full head of hair. I shaved my head. Okay. Yeah, bullshit. Okay. Nah, I, I've That's seen, I've seen all that. Stuff. Dude, he looks like Abdullah the Butcher on his forehead. <laughs> Hold all on, bro. Much of big marks. Here's a review from March 18, 2016 on Amazon. This stuff is great. An all-day hold without being stiff. Way better than the L.A. looks I used as a kid. It's got I a pleasant... that, too. Of course you You're a white kid from Metairie, and it doesn't shock me. It's got a pleasant smell that that's probably because it reminds me of getting ready to go out when my grandpa would put it on my hair and brush it back. And slick it back when I was a kid, because that's exactly that's exactly what them old men used to do. They would slick that shit. My talus, my talus is Greek for fucking scalp cancer. (laughs) (laughs) LA looks fuck. Isn't that crazy how they could just take the product and put like some 
like California or Southern California base, and it's like that's all it took. Like what? fucking OP, this fucking shit. I mean, there's so Harper's, many of Harper's. Harper's actually starting to realize that everything's a work. I guess they. I think they figured why because. If you're some asshole, like, in the Midwest, I mean, it, it fucking sucks to be there. But in fucking L.A., everything's flashy. Right. They still make L.A. looks, too. Jesus Christ. Get that shit at Walgreens for a buck sixty-two. Oh, God. But Dallas is doing more for you than that. But, hey, 149 reviews. That shit gets a 4.5. Hey, they're, cl- they're called classics for a reason. So... <laughs> This stuff's got good reviews, but here's the thing. I found a couple of bad reviews. Here's one. One star on Amazon. There are so many good reasons to put nothing in your hair that a tonic head better be excellent to persuade me to use it. For starters, whenever you put this stuff in your hair, it's going to get redeposited into your upholstery furniture. We are talking about applying chemicals to your scalp because Vitalis is not organic. Okay. No. You gotta shampoo your hair regularly. No shit. Remember the barbershop back in the day? Remember the barbershop back in the day and the comb be sitting in that fucking green... Dude, what what the fuck was that? Mouthwash, probably. Uh, and vitalis. Okay, one more. I used this one time and threw it away. This guy's name is Bart. Bart, of course. <laughs> This is for the Fonzies of the world, no offense, who still keep a comb in their back pocket and say, ah, with the thumbs up. I don't, know what I, I don't know what I was looking for, but I know it's not this. While putting it in my hair, my hair became tacky and eventually sticky, like someone poured sugar water in it. The next morning, I still had the wet look, still had the sticky hair. I tried, I tried to wash it out with shampoo, but I could still feel it after two washings. I think I, I think I have it put out for my hair for life. I don't need varnish. To, I don't need varnish to give me control of my gray hair. Jesus Christ! Oh. Like what? Fucking Jimmy Johnson with that perfect hair. Right. That was a Vitalis look if there ever was one. Okay. Um let's get back to the show. Um, how many how many bookers and promoters did Vince McMahon put out of business that had to like cut back on Vitalis in the mid eighties? <laughs> All of them. All of them. All you know, of Prince Von Eric had a fucking Vitalis stash and fucking Ah, oh, Jesus! You know, you know how I remember the name of that shit so well. We, because I'm pretty remember... sure my grandpa just decided it'd be easier to drink this shit rather than fucking put it no. in my head. <laughs> I remember one time, a number of times, stopping at like the friggin' like a Walgreens or well, it was K and B at the time down there. So they, which is which is now CVS in, in New Orleans, but stop at K and B K and B drugstore, and my grandfather would walk up to the counter and he'd be like, "Hey, baby, y'all got any of that Vitalis head grease here?" Right, because I've made people think that your family is black. I remember the real cream was the tagline was a little dabble, do ya? Okay, is that the stuff from uh, the fucking George Clooney movie when he has to keep getting the hair? Sh- the, the shit for his hair. I've never seen a movie that he's in, so I can't help you. Uh, oh, brother. Whatever the fuck it's called. I've never like seen this. that, but I've seen Pootie Tang. Yeah. All right. Let's get back to the show. 
How's that well, do we have to? Yeah, yeah we do. The yeah, barbarian. Versus. <laughs> Hold Rocky on one second. Man, <laughs> I got me. hammered tonight with this bullshit just in anticipation of having to fucking spot <laughs> monkey this shit up a bit because this show sucks. Hold on one second. Uh oh, we've got a strange video. Hold on. All right, so we are, yeah, we are, let's see. Now we're, where do we leave off? Rocky Shit. King now. Yeah, okay, Barbarian. that's right. Barbarian defeats Rocky King. We roll straight from that to Ron Garvin. I thought Garvin was good here. Um, I was going to leave it up to you all to play it, but um, he. Nope. There was a he great line long. he said. He went long, but he threw out a great line. He said, you better ride Space Mountain one more time, and you better do it in a hurry because you're looking at a man that is about to close Space Mountain. I thought that was an excellent line yeah. from Ronnie right there. I thought he was real what good. Doc, I thought so. I thought he was good with that. Yeah. Hey, this is my little shout-out to Conrad. <laughs> Conrad's in your head, dude. Dude, no, he's not. I'm dr- tell you what it is in my head. This fucking Pilsner I'm drinking right now, they make it look just north of Dallas. Yeah. It is the most delicious shit I've had in a long time. It's called Peacemonger. Look it up. I think I'll pass. <laughs> Hopper, did you have anything from Garvin? <laughs> I tell you what, if he starts talking about Hennessy, then you know it's something. But anyway. Uh, <laughs> he starts talking about Hennessy. We're going to have to hold Mike back. <laughs> That's my shit, dog. That's my nah. shit. Nah, I'm cool with it. Uh, Harper, any, anything from Ron Garvin? I like that when he says, I've been paying my dues, and I'm finally cashing it in, which is kind of true. Yeah, I thought he was good. I mean, yeah. remember, Ronnie was supposed to win the world title last year at Starcade. That's the story. But the thing with Magnum threw everything out of whack, and he ended up not getting it. So... There's a there's some truth to what he's saying here. You know, he's he has paid his dues. Ronnie Garvin's been around for a long ass time by this point. He's been there and done that and and he's right. He's telling the truth, so I thought it was good. You know Go what ahead. I realized this week? What? I was listening to Conrad and Bruce looking for more things that they stole from us. <laughs> and they did Survivor Series eighty eight. Arn and Tully are in the WWF next year. Oh, yeah. You thought that was like two, three years off? I just can't conceptualize time inside of wrestling. Me either. That shit doesn't... I never remember these... Like, I can tell... You'll tell me. Remember that time you said something on that Tuesday three months ago? And I'm like, no. And I'll be like, dude, they're fucking five minutes late. Fuck these motherfuckers. But if it's (laughs) 80s wrestling, I think that shit lasted forever. I think 80s wrestling was actually 30 years long. It does feel like it. Yeah. But it was so good. Well, it's like... This episode. How many times we got to say it? Doc, when you were a kid, how long did that Von Erich Freebird feud go? At least five years. And it really didn't. Not the peak of it. Right. That shit was over in 18 months, bro. (laughs) (laughs) Doc, how long did how Buddy long were, wear? How long were the real, the, the original Horsemen together? Oh, that, I thought that shit was ten years. I mean, five years, and it Here's, was these three. I, yeah, if you if you'd asked me that, like as a kid, I'd be like, oh, three to four years. And Doc, how long was it? What was it? Eighteen months at the most. Yeah, it's just like damn. It shit didn't, 
Yeah, I'd say eighteen months at the most before Arn split. Oli. Uh, that's what I meant, Oli. The the concept of time and wrestling back then. I don't know, Harper. What was an angle that you remember the most from whatever, if it's WWF or NWA, or whatever? Uh, the one I've always remembered was when uh, when when fucking Dusty got stabbed with the fucking spike. That's the shit like that really. That that was I, that was some heinous shit. Yeah, because I remember watching that thing, and this it, it, it's it's not gonna happen. Got, gonna, this, people there's just got no way. People got yeah. fired over that shit. I was like, there's just no way. No now, way. The, problem with, the problem with the question and the answer is, is that happened on one Saturday night. Right. And, and I saw it. I was like, holy fuck. He just, he just stabbed this motherfucker. <laughs> he stabbed Dusty Rhodes and he's bleeding all over the place. This, this fucker is a evil. Like, he's not a wrestler anymore. He's just, he's a fucking criminal. <laughs> uh, yeah, no nah, angles. They went on forever back. That one was one Saturday night, but angles. It felt like they went on forever. Is what I mean. Although he uh, did his best, man. Remember, he bled Kevin Sullivan coming in for fucking what four months. Yeah, but even then, I mean, you know, all that shit feels a lot longer than what it actually was. Yeah, I mean, think about it, man. We're we're. We're three years into Smoky Mountain. Well, we're not quite three years in. You know what I mean. We're two and a half years into Smoky Mountain now. That shit done flown by. I don't know. It's going right. to be a long way to go, man. Jesus. Well, that's true, too. So, let's keep going in this show because after Garvin, Denny Brown takes on Mike Jackson. Denny Brown wins a long what match. What the fuck are we doing with this shit? Oh, oh Denny Brown won that? I fast forward through it. See? Yeah, Denny Brown won. Uh, then, uh, if you were watching on the Patreon channel, tinyurl.com slash patreonbtt, Sean Roll defeats Larry Stevens. Doc, anything from that? No. Did you want to hear, Hopper, anything from you on that match? You got to play, you got to play is because they break kayfabe a little bit here. Yeah, this was funny. With the, he, he was in an antique 1987 car. <laughs> yeah, you got to play it. Hold on, hold on. I'm getting queued up. Uh, all right, let's uh, hit play now. We saw earlier a great win by one half of the new breed, Sean Royal, and we've asked a question before about your partner, Chris Champion. You know something? I know that you people out there on this humanoid planet and everybody watching me tonight are just sitting there beside yourself. You're overwhelmed at the futuristic tactics of the new breed of professional wrestling. How can any man in this day compete with the unreal futuristic tactics of the new breed. And to answer your question, everybody's been asking me, where's my partner? Where is Chris? I'll tell you where Chris Champion is. The new breed is in a car accident. That's right, a car accident. We were riding in an antique 1987 automobile that we shouldn't even have been riding in, and there was a fatal accident, and Chris Champion was hurt. Now mark my words, four weeks from tonight, four weeks, Chris Champion will walk inside of that squared circle. New Breed will revolutionize wrestling from now until 2002 and forever. Sean Rawls, so there it is. The word from Sean Rawls, the New Breed, says four weeks and Chris Champion will come back. Let's bring in James J. Dillon. We
right, we'll get to JJ in a second. Doc, what did you have there? I hate to be a shut up. I hate to be a stickler. But a fatal accident means he's dead. Yeah, I was thinking the same thing. <laughs> I mean, he could be critically injured. But a fatal accident something different. Well. It's a new breed. What do you expect? What yeah. what was the motivation here for doing that? I guess to explain where the other guys at. Just say they sent him back to the future. Well, to go help out with the Goldie Goldie Mayor <laughs> Goldie campaign. Mayor, <laughs> that's got a nice ring to it. A colored mayor. That'll be the day. You just wait and see. <laughs> Mike, why don't you run for mayor? Yeah, uh, I may do that one day. You never know. Um, <laughs> oh, goodness. Okay. The problem with this is again, if you could, if you're from the future, wouldn't you have seen the car wreck happening, and you would Jesus. have avoided it? That's true, huh? Come like on. on. That's true. Like on Back to the Future. When he gave Doc the fucking note that said, when he thought, on this day, you know, something's yeah. going to happen. When he saw Biff raping his mom. Yeah. That's, that's, an, that's an underreported part of that movie. But. <laughs> they never, <laughs> I, I know, it's like, yeah, uh, this guy. She comes, out of that, she comes out of the back of that car with her cans all hanging out, and I'm like, holy shit, that looks awesome. She had a Me Too movement, and they put it on TV. I'm sorry. Man, it was the, I'm surprised. It was the 50s. It was the 50s. Every broad had multiple Me Too movements. That well, was back sure when they did. God, imagine being like in the workplace, <laughs> being a woman, like, well, just well, being like a cashier at the local. Like, dude, five we, have a, we have a we well, have we have Doc. We have, tread lightly, but tell Harper. We have. <laughs> Tread lightly, but tell Okay, I'm gonna. We have an African American female, and she's a real distinguished looking lady, isn't she, Mike? Oh yeah. I mean, she's a. I mean, when I say what I'm about to say, she's real youthful looking. But she's the the retirement announcement came up on that she's been here 39 years. She, I mean, she and she doesn't look like. I mean, that's what I'm saying. When I say she's distinguished looking. I mean, she's put together today, and she's all the way live, and she's probably she's in yeah. her sixties. Yeah, yeah. If you'd have walked up and said she's 48 years old, you'd have been like, all right. But I asked Mike. I said, man, this place is a fucking free for all today. Imagine what she went through 40 years ago being a black female up in this motherfucker. Well. And he says that because there is a white female who is uh, no longer there, retired. And she told stories about uh, dudes pulling her, grabbing her by the hair and making her, like, you know, <laughs> wow. being, like, abusive. Or, not, like, sexually abusive, but abusive in the workplace. And I was like, what? Shit. So, there you go. Where's my coffee? Ah. I Any thoughts. I know of a young, youngish female that got asked to make coffee 
she was not an admin, but she got asked when she was going to make the coffee in the last 10 years. <laughs> Bro, these bookers, these bookers ain't letting go of that power, brother. <laughs> Let me tell you something, man. You're going to have to pry it from their cold, cold dead, dead Vitalis. Hands. Vitalis smelling fingers. <laughs> the Vitalis is still going to be fresh in their hair when you freaking oh, pry yeah. it from your dead fingers. All right. So I think this is actually going to be in, uh, one of the last promos we play because there's only one more after this. But JJ, as you heard Tony Schiavone a second ago when he was wrapping up with Sean Roll, is going to come out and he's going to address Tully losing the NWA TV title. So let's go to that right now. Let's bring in James J. Dillon. We saw earlier on the program a great match for the world television title. Nikita Koloff and Tully Blanchard, I know you're upset about what happened. The only thing that I will agree with you, Mr. Shivani, is in fact it was a great match. The pity of it all was at the conclusion that Nikita Koloff stooped to using a foreign object to steal the world television title from the longest reigning champion of all time. And of course, I'm talking about Tully Blanchard. And then all his friends jumped into the ring as if having some kind of a victory celebration in order to hide the fact that he did use a foreign object. The referee was never able to find it. Well, Nikita Koloff, if you want to see what a real party's like, you follow the horsemen to the, to the Red Onion in L.A. or Snuggeries in Chicago or the Hard Rock Cafe in the Big Apple if you want to see what a real party's like. But the one thing was, it was an adverse situation. And out of any adverse situation, two things could happen. A great group like the Ford Horsemen that comes along once in a lifetime could be torn apart. Or an adverse situation like this could take that same unique group and bind them closer and tighter than they've ever been. Now I want you to take a look at a piece of videotape just to see where the minds of the Four Horsemen really stand. Take a look at the tape, fans. All right, so real quick. Hey, hey, just so you know, while we were watching that, the brow just went down against the Mavericks, and he's holding his leg. Uh-oh. I don't know whether I, I, That's a shoot, not. too, pal. He's holding his ankle, man. Okay. Five, uh, four, 547 left in the third quarter. Y'all are kicking the shit out of us because we're on the second end of a back-to-back, but uh, he's down because that's what he does. I think he's f- f- just, just phoned in this season. I think he's just leaving. He's going to go and join LeBron and make Mike's and head explode. Yeah. That doesn't make me that mad that he would Maybe go he'll LeBron, join up with Kevin Durant somewhere and make yeah. you cry. Now, that <laughs> would piss me off because Kevin Durant is a pussy motherfucker. <laughs> and so, I, I say that in the most disrespectful way. <laughs> All right, well, all right, Kevin Durant. (laughs) Let's get back to it. So, uh, I love JJ right there. Once again, all the cheating and shenanigans the horsemen have been horsemen have been involved in, and he and JJ's crying how Nikita used a foreign object that it would have been used, uh, that would not have been used if JJ would not have given it to Tully originally. So, and then JJ throws us to a video that shows the rock and roll beating a couple of enhancement talent guys. But then at the end of the match, Arn and Tully come in and jump the rock and roll express. Um, So now JJ tells us. you know, Tully will still go after the world title, but Arn and Tully have their sights on the world tag titles. And as Doc just said, Doc, would you say they are a year away from being in the WWF? Yeah, and, and so the other thing I didn't realize, somebody go look up, because you did not remember this. I don't care what you say. How long is about to hold on to that fucking TV title? I have no idea. I don't it's remember. It's like a year. Jesus, no. And you, and you would have thought in your mind that at some point Arn would have got that shit back 
and, and they were monopolizing that that belt during this time period, and it doesn't happen. He's gonna hold that for a year. I think it's like three hundred and thirty days or some shit. Fuck me. <laughs> yeah, if you'd have said Nikita's holding a belt into eighty-eight, I'd have fucking slapped you. I mean, I knew he had the TV title, but into eighty-eight. Jesus. Okay, now you got me looking it up. Right. So. Okay. Why is it? Okay, I searched the wrong thing. Oh, oh I looked no. you don't even know how to type in NWA. You, you were no, like. No. no, go, 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 go ahead. Keep I thought going you were going to start spitting some lyrics. Spitting some lyrics. NWA. No, go ahead. Uh, what, what, what were you with? Uh, Hopper, did you have anything from all of that? It just seems like I guess they're going to move on from that title, huh? And they're just going to be tag team now? Well, yeah, he says Tully's going to go after it. Yeah. If you heard him, he's like, well, we're going for the tag titles too. God, Doc, I cannot. Did you look that up before you had mentioned all those days Nikita would have it? No. Jesus Christ. He's going to hold it 162, and it would not be the the well, person. Who beats him for it? I could have given Bruh. you all. I could have given you 100 guesses. <laughs> yeah. you were okay, wait, 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 wait. Ha- Hopper, Hopper, before you uh, look it up, because I know you're going to. No, Doc, don't, Doc don't, is yeah. not I lying. Guess. Doc is not lying. I would it. I would have gotten to guess number 50 before I would have got the name. Really? I'm, yes. Easily. The C man. Close. Uh, <laughs> you can't say close. To, I mean, this is when, because in that year, that's when shit starts to get fucking hokey. So that <laughs> uh, that's when you start seeing the Z Man and like the Van Hammer guy and, and shit like that start to. Let pop me say up. this: Tully's the last of the old guard that holds the TV title ever. Uh, yeah, that that might help you. I mean, until no, 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 no. You can't say he's the last of the t- of the old guard because later on, Arn does hold it in like ninety. That's 91. what I said in ninety. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. Uh, but, but but Hopper, you're you're never gonna guess it, Hopper. You you the, you could take a hundred guesses, like Doc said, and you'd never get to it. I bet it's one of the fucking Patriot guys, huh? Nope. No. Uh. It. Let me help you. It's somebody you've seen, although not very prominent, within the last year in this promotion. Oh, is it Todd yeah. Champion? No. It's not the Italian Stallion. No. no. I, I, oh God. Z-Man oh, actually no. is not that bad of a guess because Z-Man Cause he wanted it later. Yeah, yeah he because Z-Man was like, they, they, they fucking liked Z-Man. Yeah, they did. Who, did? They Who did. didn't? I mean, Shivani wants to blow him. <laughs> I okay, don't know. Hopper, do, do you want us to tell you? Uh, uh, PM... Uh, no. <laughs> Fuck. It was, it was Bray Wyatt's daddy. Oh, right. Mike Tank, yeah. Rotunda. I would have <laughs> never guessed it. Never. This was during the varsity and, and, days, huh? Yeah, the here's the thing. It wasn't Nikita that holds it for 300 days. It's Rotunda that holds it for yeah, 300 days. Yeah, I, I didn't want to. Nikita had it for 162 and Rotunda had it for 335. <laughs> And then who does he lose? I would have lost. Well, he loses it to Rick Steiner. Oh, I would have lost serious money on all that. Uh, I would have never guessed when you said it originally. I would have never guessed Rotunda. No way. 
Never. I wouldn't have. You could have. Uh, it would have taken me at least 50, and I might not have gotten it then. I might have guessed Boogie Woogie or fucking Bugsy McGraw before that. Yeah. But you know what's funny? You could really see at that moment. So it's like to, to the point Doc's making. So prior to Nikita holding it, the last four to hold it were Arn, Dusty, and Tully, and then Nikita. And then Damn. after And then after Nikita holding it, it's definitely – It's Rotunda Steiner, Rotunda Sting. Right. Like a whole new – the old, like Doc said, the old guys, the old guard. Yeah. It's, it's the old over. Crockett dudes. Yeah, I mean, like like Doc said, Arn does win it in '90, but we're talking years later, and that's when he comes back. But other than but that, because I because if we sit down and, and nobody, oh, how could you not know that? Man, get the fuck out of here. I don't remember that. Shit, I, bro. I, you know, I I don't have time in my day to go from the comic books to the Cheetos to the wrestling historian bullshit. <laughs> Yeah, I'm just saying. If you'd have said that that Arn did not hold the TV title in '87 or '88, I'd have been like, "Huh?" I wouldn't. Uh, yeah, I'd have been the same way. That's crazy. Okay, yeah. so, so if we get this, if we get this history wrong, think about what our real history books got wrong in school. Okay, now you want to? Okay, All I right, mean we so, can. I mean we can prove this shit. That shit happened 300 years ago. We don't know what happened. Everything's a lie. Everything. I almost wondered, how did they do elections back then? I mean, God, you know how fucked up that shit must have been like? We can't do it now. We can't get fucking power <laughs> out all the precincts. How the hell did they do it back then? About? You can't get this shit together now, man. <laughs> and I ain't trying to be liberal or Democrat or Republican or conservative here. I'm just talking from an independent point of view. That shit's fucked up now, man. Yeah. I mean, what, what are we doing here, dude? <laughs> okay, so let me put the litmus test for the validity of the elections 300 years ago or today. This is wrestler related too. Was there money involved? <laughs> <laughs> it's all the work, brother. <laughs> no, I'll just keep going. Uh so after JJ, we do have one more match. It is Manny Fernandez. He defeats Ricky Nelson. Paul Jones is out there with him. And then Paul Jones cuts a promo. He starts teasing some guy from California that's about to come uh complete his army for nineteen eighty seven. Paul Jones's Sting. army is just Well yeah. Um Paul Sting. Paul Jones uh, he did pop me at the end of this promo, though, because he said, there's a lot of idiots in this studio, and if they meant anything to me, I would pay attention to them. Well, well Paul, you, you just acknowledged them, so you are paying attention to them. Uh, but that's how the show basically wrapped up at that point. Ah, so, can we just, please figure out a way to get Arn Anderson some mic time? Arn deserves a little mic time here. But, um, Doc, you hated this episode, so hated let's it. just... Let's just go to you now and have you rate it for us. Well, the problem here is, is, so last week was all Florida and UWF, and you saw no one None. from that. I told you. No Arn in two weeks now, is that right? Yeah, he wasn't on last my... week either. He wasn't on we last doing? week either. What are we doing? Yeah, he wasn't I mean, on last week. That was my question throughout this episode is, what are we doing? What is the vision? I mean, you can always roll Rick out there and get a couple of minutes of gold, but what are we trying to get done here? 
this just felt the last couple of weeks, and I liked last week better because it was new, but this just feels like there's no plan. So if I'm rating this, this is the worst episode since we started. Wow. Okay, what's your rating? And I feel like I'm being generous here. Jesus, will you just rate the fucking thing? D. Wow. Uh, a D. Um, Opera, this he must have shot some heroin up or something. I don't know. Uh, a D. Hopper, Hopper, what are a you doing? The Italian Stallion, Denny Brown, Mike. Yeah, Jack. but you can't look at it like that. Mod you got to look at it through the eyes of of back then. You got to look at it through the eyes of a of a territory style managerial wrestler who gets squirted on by a bitch. I'm. Bl- <laughs> I'm looking at a coach that, that in crunch time left Art Anderson on the bench. Hopper, what you gonna rate it? I gave it a uh, a C plus. <laughs> okay, well. Yeah, I mean, I'm kind of with Hopper. I'm gonna give it a C. Yeah, cause I mean, it's look. It, That's yeah. a less of a gap than what we had last week when I liked the episode and y'all were shitting on it. I mean, yeah, you did have the the. St- the Italian style and all, but the you know it, it was a good match. Was if it? You were, if you yeah. were some kid, yeah. If you, if you were some kid in fucking nineteen fucking nineteen eighty seven, watch now you're like, oh man, that was badass. I, I mean, I agree that's how I look at it. I agree with Hopper. This um, last week was worse than this to me. No, yeah. Chris Adams, Tully, Terry Taylor, you saw, you saw Chris Adams the title change hands. Chris. You had to go outside the studio to get that done. Chris Adams popped that studio last week. So fucking what? You had to go outside the studio. We've had some great moments outside the studio. That's a fine, you're contradicting yourself. No, I'm not either. I man, when Luger couldn't get or, or when Nikita couldn't get the first ref bump done, I was done with that whole match okay. too. Uh, I mean, I'm gonna go. Ah! I'm gonna go a C as well. Uh, not that that's a horrible thing. I mean, but it wasn't. It wasn't terrible. Yeah, it's a pass. Terrible, you know. And here's the other thing: the full 130 minutes. Jesus Christ! (laughs) Y'all won't fight me on that. Yeah, I'm not commenting. (laughs) Hey, fade, brother. (laughs) It's like it's like when you ask these old timers who are even on TV no more. They're gonna work an independent show. I remember the time I asked Rod Price. He was asking me about something. I said. What you about to do, man? You about to work a show or something, brother? Okay, fabe, brother. Well, what the fuck are you fabe and it's an indie show. Um, Doc, so who are you giving your Rolex to? I don't really know. <sighs> are we really gonna play this game? I no, I I'm one hundred percent not playing a game. Um, I'm going to say, boy, I'm going to say Tully for dragging Nikita through that bullshit. All right. Fair enough. I'm going to give it to JJ for dragging Lex through that first promo and then his work on the second promo. The Rolexes are being handed for dragging people through this, but you're going to tell you got to do what you got to do sometime. We should quit this show. I tell you all the time, man. I tell you all the time. You cannot always have. You cannot always have top shelf stuff every single week because then you start hot shot. 
unnecessary well, evil then, of his stuff. Like next this. week better be fucking shit hot. Okay, Hopper, who are you giving yours to? I guess Tully. I mean, this was hard to to find someone to give this shit to. I guess Tully. Fucking, yeah, there wasn't. There wasn't it's a great. Both of you are making my point for me, yet I mean, arguing with me while you're making my point for me. I disagree. I mean, I, yeah, I mean, there was no cornet. The midnight, you know. Yeah, where's cornet? What if we the give it to the Vitalis Hairgrees? Give it to who? The the the, the Rolex vi- to the Vitalis Hairgrees. Man, I damn near gave it to myself for watching this <laughs> bullshit. <laughs> That would even be great. Okay. Any other thoughts before we move on? I put myself in the spotlight and gave myself the cheese, the Philly fake out, and the Rolex. Okay. Where are the Braves when you fucking need them? Oh, boy. I think they come back. I think there must be some Brave stuff the next two weeks because we got shorter episodes coming up. Thank uh, God. Well, let me check this shit out. Uh, while we're while we're talking about the Braves, uh, it is Christmas time. We are less than two weeks away from Christmas 2018. Go to tinyurl.com/bttamazon. It is a great way to support this show by purchasing things that you're already purchasing. The show gets a little bit of small kickback in return. You can buy anything and everything on Amazon, including Bobby Blaze's book "Pay Me, Pay Me," including "Death of the Territories." And don't forget, give the Amazon link, tinyurl.com slash bttamazon, to your wives, girlfriends, side pieces, side hoes in your life, and tell them to bookmark it and use it every time, because we know these broads love shopping and spending not only their money, but your money. So again, it's tinyurl.com slash bttamazon. Great way to support this show. And again, if you want the video version of this show, it's tinyurl.com slash bttt. Um... Harper Harper popped me last week on the the Smoky Mountain. How? Yeah. Well, which part? Yeah, we're talking about the uh, Amazon link, and you said give it to your oh, yeah. side hose, the pieces, side pieces, and hose, and I whatever said, else. That's not what I said. I said give the link to. I said give it to your mom. <laughs> and Harper said, "Whoa." <laughs> I said, give the link, and I'm I was not giving it. The stall, dropping a dropping a deuce at work, and I paused, and I was like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> uh, that that was that was a good one. Uh, so anyway, uh, Hopper, before we get out of here, we uh, do have to plug it. It is December 25th. I that's think right. I saw that Brian Brian uh, Cates. Yeah, who's is that? To, is going to He's be. That- Go ahead, He's a big, huge, fucking muscle guy. I think Bruce Valucha, uh, underground, doesn't he? He still that's works still for Impact. Thing. I think he still yeah, works for Impact too. I'm not. I haven't watched him in a while. Oh yeah, that's, that's true. That's still a thing. Yeah, I think it is. so. Huh? Yeah. God bless him for hanging in there. But Jeez. Wildcat Sports, right. December 25th, Christmas night. There you go, a Christmas night show, like the old Territory days, like World Class. You should come out with three Wars. bitches. Yeah. Ho, ho, Why ho. three? Ho, ho, ho. Oh, you see? You see? He's going to, he's not saying it, but he's going to do something stupid. He, it's ether. Christmas night. Ether. He's, Christmas ether. <laughs> he's going to do, he's got something planned. Christmas I don't know what. Fluid. But he, he has something planned. So, but no, um, December 25th, Meisler Middle School, 730 bell time. Uh, it is being done to help support Della. 
Uh, as Della is recovering from a major, major injury. Who's Della? Who's Della? For those of people who don't know who Della is, can you tell us? Della is someone who's been with Wildcats since day one. I mean, be honest, before fucking day one. Yeah. And, uh, and she was in a, a a very bad car wreck where she's got she's she, she's having like real problems. She's been. She's I mean, she's she's, she's been in the hospital. Problem. Yeah, so that's real problems. Does she also have some sort of uh, GoFundMe that might be pimped on here at some point? Yeah, I don't she have does. the link, though. I don't have the yeah, link. Yeah, me neither. I, I got to post it on the Facebook group. I, I, mm-hmm. I posted it there in one of the threads, but I need to give it its own like thread. Uh, but there This is isn't one... some bullshit bullshit. This is actually like could help right. that's in the wrestling business here. Help yeah. She's a, first off. Former, uh, or she is a military vet, Navy. I think she's had 20-plus surgeries at this point. Uh, she's mm-hmm. fucked up. Uh, but I will say this. She has worked tirelessly to help support, uh, not support, not only support Wildcat, but, I mean, she's worked the show. She's worked the door. She's done a lot. I mean, she's basically helped promote the promotion uh, since before its beginning and inception. Yeah. And um, Wildcat's over six years old now and steadily going strong, TV deal and all. Not many Indies can say that, obviously. So if you're in the area, go check them out. Go to the show. Support it. I think they were, you know, most uh, or half of it, at least half of the ringsides were already sold uh, with uh, – with a month to go and it'll sell out. So you want to go December 25th, go to wildcatsports.com. You can get your tickets there or you can get them at the door, but you can go to wildcatsports.com and get, get your tickets. Now it'll be a great show. Well, let they'll, me, do, they'll do good. Let stuff. me help you two simpletons here. Even if you're not in the new Orleans area, you can still help this young lady out with her medical bills by going to a GoFundMe that will be posted at the Facebook account so that you can actually help somebody out at Christmas time instead of being a selfish prick. Yeah. Okay. You're the hey, we're talking about people that have real problems, Mike. I agree. Yeah, not like $7 for your fucking... Uh, Vitalis <laughs> bullshit. Yeah, your or your... Uh, your ashy skin. Your fucking catering. Jesus Christ. <laughs> that was a patron episode for the ages. I can't wait to drop that one. Uh, where Doc and I complained it's about... nowhere near as bad as Harper getting squirted on. Whoa. Uh, that's not... Uh, that's got to be listened to, man. If you're not a patron, you just need to go do it just to hear that one all right uh i don't have anything else doc what about you i this is the worst <laughs> i'm down i'm sad and here comes sting to just fucking squirt on me oh uh, <laughs> man called sting it's gonna be great uh hopper what you got anything no all right hopper well it's been real guys hopper hit the tagline and get us out of here look it bitch
before we get out of here today, I want to shout out uh, all the patrons and thank the patrons for their contributions to the show every single month. We don't have sponsors. You know how we do it around here. No sponsors, just you guys supporting what we do. And we thank you very much for that. Special shout out to the Hall of Fame patrons out there. Josh Dunn, at Ryan in Auburn. Good old Justin, K underscore row 86. Disrespectfully classy, Marky e. Blassie, Robert Smith, Joseph Ice, Tim Arecci, Adam Price, Brian Evans, Mark Wilson, Armando Martinez, David Jordan, Jesse Jacobs, Josh Fields, Chris Myers, Gerald Green, Mitchell Johnson, Mike Prue, Will Parker, Jeremy Bryant, Classy Alex, Slider 91 US, David DeVries, Frog Zeppelin, SV Pageant, Bill Salsa, Big Rich, at Spy Boy Sports Cap, Ari Miller 39, Dustin Roberts, Jay Shiny, Ruben Espinoza, JMM7530, Merciless Jones, Jesse Lucas, Chris Browning, Justin underscore Andretti, Codeman822, Marty Howell, and T-Hog94. Thanks for being Hall of Fame patrons. And again, thanks to all the patrons out there who make this show possible each and every week, twice a week for us. Hey, and if you're a Hall of Fame patron and you're at your seventh month of membership, or you've reached your 18th month, and so on and so forth, subsequent to, uh, I should say, years, please send me an email. I will check, and um, I, as long as you're due, I'll get you out your T-shirt. So thanks again for being Hall of Fame patrons, and until next week, we'll catch you. Book it, bitch.